Microneedling for Hair Loss A review article by Ditya Gupta, Mary Bamimore and others from Mediprome Research London, Canada and University of Toronto, Canada Journal of Cosmetic Dermatology, 2021 Abstract Background Microneedling is a relatively novel therapeutic modality introduced in the 1990s where small, fine needles are used to create micropunctures in the skin. It is a minimally invasive procedure used for various dermatological conditions, including androgenic alopecia, AGA. Objective and Methods We comprehensively summarize the literature regarding microneedling in dermatology. We performed linear multivariable regressions to synthesize evidence from the clinical trials that investigated the efficacy of microneedling for AGA. Studies eligible for quantitative analysis were assessed for evidence quality. Results The exact mechanism of microneedling action is yet to be determined, with theories that include the wound healing cascade. Microneedling monotherapy significantly increased total hair count more than topical monoxidil 5%. The combination treatment of microneedling with topical 5% minoxidil increased total hair count significantly compared to monotherapy with microneedling. Increasing the overall treatment duration of microneedling and reducing the frequency of microneedling sessions may positively influence and increase in total hair count. Conclusion The limited studies that investigate microneedling as a monotherapy for hair loss since majority of the trials combine it with other therapies such as topical minoxidil or platelet-rich plasma. While preliminary results look promising, further investigation of microneedling as a monotherapy in larger randomized controlled trials will help determine its safety and efficacy and place in treating EGA. Introduction A majority of individuals will experience some form of hair loss in their lifetime, the most common being androgenic alopecia, AGA. Yet treatment remains somewhat unsatisfactory. The only FDA-approved pharmaceutical treatments for AGA Androgenic alopecia are oral phenasteroids and topical minoxidil, which treat different pathways of androgenic alopecia-related hair loss. These treatments must be used daily and possibly indefinitely. Otherwise, hair loss may return after discontinuation. Furthermore, the efficacy of these treatments varies greatly. The side effects and constant application requirements are often adverse enough to discourage patient compliance. The only permanent treatment involves surgically transplanting hair from the safe donor zone to those that are thinning, follicular unit excision FUE, or follicular unit transplantation. However, these treatments can be expensive and younger patients are discouraged from having the surgery due to the unpredictability of the progression of their hair loss. 
photobiomodulation, i.e. low-level laser therapy, widely cleared by the FDA and other health regulatory bodies, has not been proven to be as efficient as its surgical and pharmaceutical counterparts. Therefore, minimally invasive therapies such as microneedling are promising alternatives. This review will summarize the published literature regarding microneedling with a focus on microneedling to treat hair loss. We will discuss the various types of microneedling devices, the method of treatment, documented mechanism of action, and the clinical trials which have studied microneedling for adrogenic alopecia. Types of microneedles Medical grade microneedles are between 0.5 mm and 1.5 mm long, but can increase up to 3.5 mm depending on the condition being treated. Microneedles used by patients for at-home treatments are often much smaller, between 0.1 mm and 0.2 mm, and the use is generally painless due to the length of needle that actually penetrates skin, often being less than the needle itself. These shorter microneedles are cosmetic and aid in the absorption of topical treatments through the epidermis and induce hair growth in alopecia patients. While longer needles are required for therapeutic treatment of skin conditions, longer needles initiate longer wounds. Therefore, the longer the microneedle, the longer the length of time required between treatments. Aside from lengths, microneedles vary in their type, including hollow for subdermal drug injection, coated for long duration drug absorption, and uncoated for simple wood creation. Microneedles are available as single needles or as multiple needles attached to a patch, a drum or in a pen-like device. The microneedle drum or roller is the most often used microneedle device and was invented by Liebel and Fernandez. It is a cylinder standard with almost 200 microneedles attached to a handle. The drum is rolled across the skin in multiple directions to create hundreds of microneedles. The advantages and limitations of microneedling the Irma roller and pen are discussed in Table 1. Microneedles are sometimes paired with other technology to decrease pain, increase activation of wound healing pathways or increase drug absorption depending on the purpose of the treatment. Attachment of a motor to the microneedle device can increase wound creation, like with pen-like devices which create wounds in a stamp-like fashion. Motors can also be used to vibrate the apparatus, overstimulating the nervous and decreasing pain. Functional radiofrequency microneedling involves the release of radiofrequency currents from the needle tips, producing thermal zones, deepen the dermis without having to use longer needles. Based on the quality of clinical studies, it is strongly recommended for acne scars and acne vulgaris, especially for patients with the darker skin phenotypes. Microneedling can also be combined with microderma abrasions 
lead lights, or other dermatological treatment systems with a goal for additive benefits. However, little research has been done on the efficacy of these combination treatments. Microneedling devices should be sterilized with alcohol before and after every use as insufficient cleaning may increase the risk of infection or injury. Mechanism of action. Microneedling as a therapy for dermatological conditions has been around for approximately 25 years since Orentreich and Orentreich use subcision, moving a hypodermic needle just under the skin to treat scars. Modern microneedling therapy involves using small needles less than 3.5 mm long to create multiple microconduit wounds in the epidermis and dermis. These micro wounds break up scar tissues and initiate virus wound healing mechanisms believed to aid in reducing scars, wrinkles, hyperpigmentation, and certain types of acne. While some effort has been made to elucidate the mechanisms behind this treatment, most microbiological studies are performed on animal models and tissue culture specimens. The main hypothesis that describes how microneedling may treat a variety of dermatological conditions involves the skin's wound healing process and deposition of collagen. Micro injuries caused by microneedling triggers platelets, blood clotting cell like bodies that circulate in the blood, and neutrophils, a type of white blood cell, to release growth factors such as platelet derived growth factor PGF transforming growth factors TGF, alpha and beta, connective tissue activating protein, connective tissue growth factor and fibroblast growth factor, which encourage repair and growth of new underlying skin structures. The micro injuries also trigger vasodilatation and migration of keratocytes produce keratin and fibroblasts produce collagen to heal the punctures. An alternative theory states that the wounds created by microneedling are so small that they cannot be considered true wounds and thus do not trigger repair mechanisms. Instead, these theories suggest the presence of the needles in close proximity to cell membranes alters the membrane's electrical potential from less than 70 microvolt to less than 100 microvolt, causing release of growth factors into the extracellular matrix, leading to migration of fibroblast and collagen induction. Regardless of the etiology of the release of growth factors, detailed study on the skin's response to microneedling has revealed positive changes triggered by microneedling treatment. In scar treatments, the wounds themselves break down the old parallel bundles of collagen in scar tissue, which is replaced by collagen in the normal lattice pattern by fibroblasts. Wrinkles are also improved by the skin tightening effects of the deposition of collagen and elastin. Microneedling triggers the expression of matrix metalloproteinases, which may be responsible for the reduction 
or discoloration in a variety of conditions such as melisma, vitiligo and periorbital hyperpigmentation. Certain acne conditions may be improved due to reduced sebum production and keratocyte population after microneedling. However, other types of acne may be aggravated, therefore caution is advised in patients with active acne lesions. Androgenic alopecia and microneedling. The hair follicle growth cycle is defined by three stages. Anagen, during which the hair grows. Catagen, which the hair follicle detaches from the blood supply. And telogen, when the hair stops growing due to the lack of nourishment and eventually falls out. Exogen. In a healthy scalp, the majority of hairs are in the anagen phase. At the start of anagen stem cells in the terminal papilla DP at the base of the hair follicle send proliferative signals to the stem cells niche in the bulge, which then proliferates downward, becoming the outer root sheath of the hair follicle. The inner root sheath and hair fiber itself are differentiated from the epithelial matrix cells surrounding the DEP, from which they also receive growth signals. This communication between the DEP and hair follicle stem cells, HFSCs, is mediated by the went beta catenin pathway. In patients with androgen alopecia, the affected hair follicles are miniaturized, producing shorter, reduced caliber hair fibers, more akin to the near visible vellus hairs on the body. The growth phase of these follicles is shorter, and the time between shedding, exogen, and anagen is longer, leading to reduced hair density in affected areas. The cause of this miniaturization and dysregulation is due to these particular follicles being more sensitive to dehydrotestosterone DHT, a metabolite of the androgen testosterone. Dermal papilla DPA cells in DHT sensitive hair follicles contain higher levels of androgen receptors AR than normal hair follicles. When dehydrotestosterone binds to these increased androgen receptors, the dermal papilla produce more DCOP1, DKK1, which inhibits particular wind proteins, thus dysregulating dermal papilla communication with hair follicle stem cells. Microneedling was found to increase expression of the wind proteins WIN3A and WIN10B in hair follicles, thus encouraging differentiation of hair follicles themselves into the various tissues of the hair follicle and proper regulation of the hair cycle by the dermal papilla. Microneedling also triggers revascularization of the skin, which may stimulate hair growth by providing proper nourishment to the follicles. This is similar to how the topical therapy minoxidil is believed to increase hair growth by acting as a vasodilatator. Minoxidil is often paired with microneedling 
being applied 24 hours after the microneedling procedure, as microneedling is thought to increase absorption of minoxidil by creating channels in the epidermis. A second theory suggests microneedling may increase the efficacy of minoxidil by upregulating follicular sulfotransferase enzymes which convert minoxidil to its active metabolite minoxidil sulfate by initiation of wound repair mechanisms. Microneedling procedures of androgenic alopecia can be done in an outpatient office in a short time period. A topical anesthetic cream can be applied to the area 15 to 45 minutes prior to treatment to reduce patient discomfort, especially when using longer needles. The area is then washed using ethanol or betadine. A roller with 0.5 to 1.5 mm length microneedles would then be rolled over the area approximately 15 to 20 times in multiple directions, which should produce roughly 250 holes per square centimeter. The desired endpoint is pinpoint bleeding and or mild erythema. The blood is then washed off and an antibiotic cream applied after. This is a general procedure method. There are no standardized protocols for microneedling treatments and no methods have been proven to be more efficacious than another. However, the length of the microneedles and the number of passes appear to have an effect on hair growth. Mice demonstrated the best hair growth with 0.25 and 0.5 mm needles rolled over the skin in a back and forth movement 10 times. Clinical trials studying microneedling for androgenic alopecia evidence synthesis. The literature was systematically searched for trials that investigated the efficacy of microneedling in male and female pattern hair loss. Clinical trials investigating any two of the following three therapeutic interventions were reviewed. Microneedling with topical minoxidil 5%, microneedling alone and topical minoxidil 5% alone. The efficacy change in total hair count after 24 weeks of therapy of these three treatments modalities was compared. The quantitative analyses were performed using the data extracted from nine controlled trials. For each of the nine trials within study risk of bias ROB was assessed using Cochrane Collaborations ROB tools. As per this tool, six domains are given one of the three qualitative sub-judgments. The one randomized procedure, two concealment of allocation, three blinding of subjects and research staff, four blinding of outcome evaluator, five level of attrition bias, and six level of selective reporting are the six domains that can be judged to have either low, unclear or high ROB risk of bias. Across these nine trials, six arms investigated topical minoxidil 5% alone, 
Eight Arms investigated the combination of microneedling and topical minoxidil 5% and Six Arms investigated microneedling alone. The relationship between the change in total hair count and use of these three treatments modalities was investigated through ecological analysis of summary level data from the 20 arms. A robust linear multivariable regression was conducted, whose model is presented in the equation below. Y equal beta drug plus beta sex plus beta direction plus frequency plus epsilon, where Y corresponds to our outcome of interest and epsilon corresponds to the error term. The main exploratory variable was the truck, i.e. any of the three treatment modalities of interest. The other independent variables were sex, male or female, duration of therapy in weeks and frequency of microneedling per month. Alpha was set to 5%. The variable drug was categorical. The results from the regression analysis where the reference category was topical minoxidil 5% alone are presented in Table 3. In Table 4, the reference category is microneedling alone. Microneedling significantly increases total hair count more than topical minoxidil 5% by an expected value of 12.3 hairs per centimeter square. After adjusting for difference in sex, frequency and duration of therapy. Additionally, the combination of microneedling with topical minoxidil 5% significantly increases total hair count more than microneedling monotherapy by an expected value of 7.6 hair per centimeter square. After adjusting for differences in other three covarieties. Increasing the treatment duration was significantly associated with an expected increase in total hair count after adjusting for other covarieties. Increasing the per month frequency of microneedling was significantly associated with an expected decrease in total hair count after adjusting for all other covarieties in the model. A non-significant trend was observed which suggests the women correspond better to therapy than men. Through our ecological regression showed the lower frequency of microneedling increases hair density. This finding is still weak association between selection bias to potential co-founders like needle death cannot be ruled out. Our results justify the exclusion of larger studies which permit the conduct of regression analysis, they account for more co-founders, including needle death. Finding therefore could verify whether the correlation we found is driven by a causal relationship. As per random effects model, the pooled estimate was higher for the combination modality. Funnel plots were far from symmetrical. However, this may not necessarily be due to publication bias, but may suggest that these agents are inherently effective for hair restoration. The relative efficacy of microneedling compared to other mainstay treatments 
is ascertain. As clinical trials, investigating microneedling are often small, not randomized, not controlled, or involve combination therapies. A limitation of ecological interferences, such as ours, is the potential for an ecological fallacy. They believe that what holds at the group level, i.e. study level, is also the case at the individual level, i.e. patient participant level. Nonetheless, our findings contribute to the evidence based on the association between the use of any of the three those treatment modalities and the change in the total account for persons with androgenic alopecia. Adverse events. The majority of adverse side effects of microneedling treatment are short-lived and minor, including erythema, pinpoint bleeding, seborrheic dermatitis, irritation, itching, granulatus reactions, or lymph node enlargement. Aggravation of acne and reactivation of herpes may also occur along with local bacterial infections. A tram track effect wherein the microneedling device itself leaves scars in a track like pattern may occur after treating acne scars. This avoiding the use of heavy microneedling equipment, especially of a bony promises, may prevent new scarring. Conclusion in recent decades, microneedling has become a popular therapy among dermatologists and their patients. For the treatment of a variety of conditions, from hyperpigmentation and wrinkles to scar rejuvenation and hair growth. Despite its popularity, the mechanism behind microneedling in relation to its various uses is still being investigated. The current theories behind how microneedling triggers hair growth in patients with androgenic alopecia include induction of wind proteins, which regulate DEP signaling of hair follicle stem cells, increased vascularization and nourishment to the hair follicles, increased scalp metabolism of minoxidil, and increased absorption of topical treatments. While there are many clinical trials in the literature that have studied the efficacy of microneedling to treat alopecia, the trials are often small, not randomized, with varying methodologies which prevent comparison between trials. Furthermore, the trials often include combination therapies without a microneedling monotherapy control, which further obfuculates proper assertions of the true efficacy of microneedling. Further investigation of various microneedling protocols, needle length, number of passes, etc., as a monotherapy in larger randomized and blinded clinical trials will better elucidate this promising treatment. Thank you for listening to this suggested article. Please do follow me on Twitter and suggest your article.